might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Welcome, welcome to FOD Overdrive podcast here with me and Chet Martin. And of course, by my side, the fearless one himself, Mr. C.V. Burton. C.V., what's up, my brother? One word, nullify. <laughs> well, listen, before we get into all this good stuff, topics and and everybody out there waiting for us to come, uh, first of all, I'm, I want to acknowledge that we're getting a new time slot. So everybody needs to know. The reason Freedom on Deck has been doing the podcast over the next two weeks, past two weeks rather, is not because some leftist uh, yanked us off the air. It's because we actually got a better time slot. So the time slot we're getting is Saturday, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. I'm very happy about this slot. It's a good hour. It's a good time of day. It's a better day. I think we'll get a larger audience. And to be fair and to be very good about it, I I will thank Steve Mills for getting that slot for us. He worked on Saturday afternoons, which is what I asked for, and he got probably the best hour, two hours that you can get on Saturday afternoons for us. So Freedom on Deck now Saturdays, you know, um, then you have a free day to go to church and also go to your uh, uh, football parties. Whatever you're doing on Sundays, you don't have to listen to us anymore. But there are some other things, too. We're going to be starting up with some new guests coming on. One of the interviews that we're going to play today on the podcast, because it's pre-recorded, is a gentleman by the name of Michael Graves. Michael Graves was the lead singer of the punk group called The Misfits. And if you're anybody like me that was really into the punk scene back in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know who Michael Graves is. He He's a great man. He really is a true Christian conservative out there making, still making really good uh, punk music. And he has a great organization out there. And he's been betrayed by pretty much everybody. You're going to hear about how his band left him um, and basically how everybody's left them. The only people that haven't turned on him, CV, and you'll hear this in my interview, is uh, Jerry and Doyle from the Misfits. He says they still, you know, they communicate with him, but they won't really like say anything publicly because they're afraid that you know their their careers are going to be sabotaged as well so he's got a powerful operatic voice he does and he does he has like this uh bluesy 50s feel about it and eric clapton said the same thing that he's ostracized by the music industry and members of his own family yes and that was good you played eric clapton's song last week uh maybe Maybe towards the end we could play that again. Maybe we'll play some Michael Graves too uh, for the yeah. show. But oh yeah, we should definitely for definitely. But um, that was a that was a great point you made about Eric Clapton. And you know what's really crazy? It's Eric Clapton. He's a huge musician. He always has been. The media has totally crapped on him, um, and he's been alienated by Hollyweird and and like you said, his own family. But this is what they do. They try to chip you down and take away everything that you have and, as you would say, disappear you. Yeah, that's the old leftist tactic right out of the Saul Alinsky handbook. Absolutely. To to, uh, uh, ostracize us, isolate us 
and disconnect us from society. You know, when when you get fired for not taking a vaccine, that that's a way to try to kill you. Because when you cannot pay your mortgage because you lost your job over something so silly, and you you could become homeless, you can go down a really dark alley and never come out again. That's frightening. And it is true. We see this happening to military members. We see this happening to first responders, all the first responders that we said, thank you for for doing all the great work that you did during COVID. Now we're telling them you're fired. I mean, it's it's ridiculous and it's it's absolutely mind numbing. And it just goes to show you that's liberal logic. If You don't go lockstep with everything they say. You're a dirtbag. You're nobody and all that. But we do have some topics to go as I just wanted to get that through. Brian will be back, I think, in two weeks. He's getting everything settled down. Brian's not gone. He'll be back. And the new time will be this Saturday. So and we'll be sure to uh, let everybody know about that, CV, for sure. All right. So to start it out, and I know CV wants to get on all of this, and I do too, and we're talking about the audit that took place in Arizona, as we know that there's also been a little rumblings in Pennsylvania and in Georgia. We're going to be talking about Arizona right now. Now, I, I want everybody to, to understand this. There are conflicting stories, and reason being that I need to say this is we're going to give you some of the the real stuff that came out during this audit, and one of the easiest ways that you can do it, the videos are a little long, but if you go to freedomondeck.com and go to the news part of the uh, page, CV has the videos all there for you. You can watch them. One's about 37 minutes long, and one, I think, is a smidge over 40 minutes, but you can get a good idea of what's... And a lot of it's a lot of political jargon, and, and it's hard to watch, but at least you get the first-hand experience of what's going on. So I, I think, CV, you did a great job with doing that, and I think it's well, a Well, great- I, I have to thank Bill Still, because he presented it. He saved it for, for posterity. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. And that's it was really great. Yeah, yeah, Bill does a great job, and he always does a very good job with stuff like that, and I'm glad that you put it up there. So if anybody... You know, listen, I'm just going to tell you this before we go into the subject matter. If you're looking it up on Google, you're not going to find anything that tells you anything went wrong. It's all going to say that there were no findings and and they are putting that out there right now. And I don't know that anything's going to be reversed, but even if it's not reversed, it's important to find out what they did. So can I explain what what they did? Go ahead. I, well, I knew that the left stream media, the propaganda machine, was going to throw out some kind of false flag or something to obfuscate and uh, blow smoke over the Arizona report on Friday. And sure enough, before, you know, really early in the morning or the night before, they put out a report saying, oh, they found that Trump was actually lost vo- votes and Biden gained votes. And that's what they found. And that is what they did was they they took what they said in the beginning. They said, well, when we do the straight count of the of the votes, you know, just a straight count, Trump actually loses votes and Biden gains votes. And then and then the media and then the media says, oh, see, that's it. And then they cut off out of context and didn't listen to the rest of it. But the whole rest of the report shows that at least. I think something like 67,000 votes yeah. that they that they were able to identify so far, and there's probably a lot more, were illegal 
and should be discounted. And Trump only, I mean, and Biden only won, supposedly won, by about 10,000. So you have to assume that, you know, of that 67,000, most of them broke for Biden. Yeah, exactly. I was going to bring that up too. They, oh, well, Biden actually had more votes. It's like, really? Okay, but but here's um here's some of, of what happened. This is all going through... Uh, town hall, okay, so that's not uh, it's not a, a terrible right-leaning side. I mean, they do re- lean right a little bit, but um, town hall and going through also the gateway pundit, but it comes from town hall. Uh, according to the initial, additional Cyber Ninja reports released to the media on Friday, the day before the Arizona Senate report was made public, there was real concern about provisional ballots. There were substantial, statistically significant anomalies identified in the ratio of hand-folded ballots, on-demand, printed ballots, as well as a statistically significant increase in provisional ballot rejections for mail-in ballot already being cast, suggested that mail-in ballots being cast for voters without their knowledge. All right. Now, let's break down what that says. There's a lot of jargon in that, and there's a lot of crap in that as well. Let's cut it down. Voters' ballots that didn't vote, okay? These are the same—this is the same thing that they do when they have Democrats going into different— uh, jurisdictions and casting votes is the same thing that they do when they have dead people voting, and it's the same thing they do when they send out mail-ins that were never cast. Now, the total number in it, as CV said, could come up to as much as, uh, I believe it says 60,000. 58, 58.550 voters appeared on Election Day to vote who didn't who didn't send in the mail-in, but were, were were registered to vote, and their vote came in for Joe Biden. This is all right here, right here on Town Hall. Okay, so this one is important. Um, the the pattern identified in the Arizona audit mirrors Michigan scandal revealed in the Detroit leaks tapes on provisional uh, provisional ballots. So the same thing that happened in Arizona also happened in Michigan. So this is, and this is something that CV has said time and time again. And if anybody wants this story, just, you know, you can email me uh, at freedomondeck.com. I'll send you, I'll send everything to you. Or CV can send you the videos too. But the, um, the important part about all this is that we haven't sorted shit out. Okay. It is still stinky to high hell and mainstream media, CNN and the rest of them can tell us all they want. And we can stamp till we're blue in the face. But they cheated. Either way, either way, they cheated. And if you cheat and you cheat and you cheat and you cheat and you get away with it, well, now what you have is a banana republic. That's what we're living in right now, officially. And it's time to put your flag upside down, in my opinion, when this is happening. Donald Trump won this election, CV. We're seeing it in all the states that were uh, uh, shut down in the middle of the night, but the Democrats kept counting, and they came up with this electoral. And you can see all their findings in here with Arizona. People that never voted! Yeah. And the clinical term is kleptocracy. We're living in a kleptocracy. Klept means theft. Yes. I also call the Democrat Party the theftocrats. And... Another interesting thing in the Arizona report on Friday 
if you look at the video on Freedom on Deck news page, the part two, where you see Ben Cotton reporting, uh, somewhere like around the middle of that video, he talks about how on February 1st, a day before the audit was to commence, somebody in Maricopa County with a general password, a general group password, they can't identify the person. Uh, well, they can, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, went in there, went into the, went into the computers and deleted the entire election. The entire election. Hundreds of thousands of ballots deleted. And it shows that it was deleted. Somebody had to go in there and start the process to happen and say, okay, it's like, you know how the computer always says, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. You have to hit, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it was totally purposeful. They deleted it all the day before February 2nd's date when they started the audit. And that, my friends, is totally criminal. Absolutely. Now, and the deletion of of basically the results. It's, it's, oh, wait, I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you. Ben Cotton said, fortunately, the, the security cameras caught the person doing it at the time the computer logs show that it happened. So they know who it was, but they, he didn't mention he didn't mention names. So I want to read this as well. Now, going from uh, the article I read from Town Hall, this is dated the same day as that article came out in Town Hall. Now, this is CBS, okay? Now... Now, it's going to tell you that Donald Trump lost, but listen, to, I just want everybody to listen to what the language that they use in this article, okay? Listen to what they say. Phoenix Cyber Ninjas released its findings Friday about the Maricopa County election audit of 2020 general elections, while it confirmed that the final results were similar to those certifying from the county, including that President Joe Biden won the county, Auditors said the report reveals other problems with the election, particularly when it comes to cybersecurity and to the credibility of the election findings. Five people, including Cyber Ninja CEO Doug Logan, whose firm has never conducted an election audit before, publicly outlined its findings on the Senate floor Friday afternoon. Now, what they tell you there is... Now, they're, they're, they're telling you that even though you can't trust the way that this election was, uh, w- was put together, the findings still... Basically, what they're, they're saying is, yes, there was corruption. No, we're not going to turn it around. That's what they're saying right there. Now, if CBS uses political jargon like that, you know something's wrong. Yeah. You know something's wrong? N- nulla fucking fi. That's what I say. Because... And prosecute. It must uh, also the the audit at the end. I think her name is uh, what's her name? Karen Fan or something? Fan. Her last name is Fan. And she said, "We are turning these findings over to the uh, st- state attorney's office yeah. for prosecution." Yeah, that's good. It is good. It is good. And you, you all got to keep up on this. I would urge anybody out, because we're going to kind of move on, but anybody out there that wants to look at those videos, right, go to freedomondeck.com, 
hit the news page button, and you'll see it pulls up right there and shows you that CV had put out Bill's videos right there, and you can watch it. And it, I would suggest, I would suggest doing that, okay? Because when these leftist liberals try to combat with you to say that there was no findings at all, that's absolute bullshit. And that's the problem that we have here, folks. If you're going to keep going through Google as your server drive and check things out through them, I mean, I, I feel bad for you if you're doing that. Uh, at the same time, it's your own fault. And if you're going to allow this to happen, you're going to allow them to take everything from you. Everything and from it, you. If you can listen while you're working, you can kill two birds with one stone. You don't have to take that much time out of your day. You know, you can, you listen while you're driving. Yep. Which, which I also did. Yep. And while you're working at your desk, if you have the kind of job that doesn't require... You know, just you, you, uh, you reading, you can find that when you have the time, do it. And it, it, it's well worth your uh, your time to know exactly what happened. And there's no sugarcoating those testimonies. There's no sugarcoating that. OK. All right. So I wanted to get in this. We talked about this a little, little bit. We're worried about all the Afghan refugees that are being brought into the country. And for good reason, it's already proving that. And of course, we are also worried about what's going on on the border with uh, our resident in chief, the piece of garbage, Joe Biden, where we do have a insane amount of very bad people coming into this country. A group of male, and this is coming from the Washington Examiner. I always provide my uh, my sources. A group of male Afghan refugees being temporarily housed at the Donna Anna Army Complex in New Mexico, allegedly assaulted a female U.S. service member, Fort Bliss officials confirmed. The complex complex that straddles the Texas-New Mexico border near El Paso houses thousands of evacuees airlifted from the country during the United States evacuation, according to the statement from Fort Bliss officials. A female member supporting Fort Bliss's Operation Allies Welcome Project reported being assaulted on September 19th by a small group of males. We take the allegation very seriously and appropriately referred the matter to the Federal Bureau of Investigate. Well, you know, they're going to fuck that up. <laughs> the statement said the safety and well-being of our service members as well. It, I'm, I'm going to scream in a minute here, but I'm going to get through this. As all those in the institutions and and that is what's paramount. We immediately provided appropriate care counseling and support to the service member. Now, the statement also said the base would take steps to improve safety. Now, the, the, the Afghans that were at this facility, all young military-aged men, this story, and I, I'm not going to get uh, too nasty with the Washington Examiner about this, is, is powder-puffering this. You could tell what happened is she was raped by a bunch of fucking third-world trash that we're now housing at our military bases around the country. Thousands of them coming in from that shithole that we abandoned and that we left Americans to die in. So this woman gets raped serving her country by these scum rats that have, they have no merit being here. They are savages. Who's the moron that put females in this facility to patrol with mostly male? Who did that? Who's the genius? And when are they getting the axe? Was it one of uh, President uh, Resident Biden's 
uh, illustrious military genius that he put in place, or maybe it was Barry Hussein Obama's. We didn't have shit like this happening when Donald Trump was in office. Now we have service members being raped inside our military bases by rats. Mm-hmm. And I and I want to hear from Joe Biden on this, which he has not made an answer for, and which the military base has given us a little fucking powder puff answer. You people make me sick. CV. And you can't and you can't pinpoint one particular person making these decisions because what we have running our country is sort of it's a board of people and with uh, dubious connections to China, of course. And you can't pinpoint any one person because they, they have a collective mentality. It's, it's, many, it's many minds. It's like one, it's like the spirit of the Antichrist possessing many people. And what disturbs me about our government's response to these uh, attacks on women, I think it was more than one. I think it was two women, actually. And what their response... Uh, Three things that bother me. One is they're referring it to the FBI. Oh, gee. Yeah, you mean great. The, polit- the politicized FBI that yeah. uh, is only going after uh, Trump supporters right now? And and two, they say, oh, we're, we are providing support to these uh, people making, you know, to this woman making this allegation. We're providing her support and whatever. Yeah, after the fact. What about before the fact? How about the fact that you brought them in here and you set up this dangerous situation to begin with? You couldn't see five feet in front of you what was going to happen. And then and then the final thing is they never said that they would, uh, you know, prosecute the people involved in this attack and deport them. They never used the word deported. Never. Not once. I'll tell you what. This is really, really got me hot because, you know, this right now what what we're seeing is our enemies have been so emboldened by this administration uh, to the point of you said China's getting everything they want. You're absolutely right, uh, including Afghanistan, uh, you know, Al Qaeda, the Taliban, ISIS. There's two types of ISIS now. Well, under Trump, we had ISIS get knocked on their ass. Now, under this guy, we have two types of ISIS groups out there. ISIS-K, whatever the fuck that is, and ISIS. Listen, they're all a bunch of throwbacks, and this is what what they do. ISIL. Oh, no, ISIL's when uh, President Obama was leaving Christians in Syria to be raped and maimed. Yeah, you have ISIL, ISIS, ISIS-K... But this and is but this is the thing. CV. They're all and they're all and guess what? They're all the Taliban if you really look at it. Right, and you know this is the thing, man. Uh, under Trump, we had so many great months where we weren't seeing things like this, and you felt like the country was back. We were strong again. We had a military president. And thank, listen, I will tell you this: the fact that President Trump was our president for four years, we are very fortunate with that right now. Because if we didn't have that, forget about it. If we had uh, absolute eight years with Barack Obama and then had Hillary and then Biden, forget it. But the fact of the matter is, when I read this, when I was sending it to you and and said we're going to discuss it, it felt like something that I would have seen back in 2012. Yeah. You know? And Biden's, Biden's poll numbers are tanking. They're like in the 30s because he never had support to begin with because that was all a ruse. The whole election was fake. And when you we're, we're coming up to this uh, budget 
uh, deadline yeah. on September 30th, and the government's going to be shut down because Biden does not have political capital, and this uh, this appropriations bill, this uh, infrastructure bill, is a big fat farce, and all it is doing is financing the Build Back Better. If you replace the the letter B with the the number six, you have six six six. Build back better. It's obvious, isn't it? I mean, it it, it really is. It's a, it's the Great Reset. Yes. Same terminology uh, the communists use with Mr. Lenin at the helm. Um, I you know I was going to get into this other story which has to do with. Uh, some people that are being held right now because of January 6th. I'm not going to do that because we, we did go a little bit on that. I want to refresh everybody. Uh, we're going to bring Michael Graves on now. I'm going to play that interview with him. I, I urge everyone to listen to it. It's important to hear what happened to him and how he has been attacked. Also, uh, keep in mind, this Saturday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it's our debut on Saturday, 1 to 3 for Freedom on Deck. We're going to have some great interviews. We'll probably do put the uh, Michael Graves interview on that again. We'll have some other interviews Psyched. coming up with that. And, of course, you know, we'll, we'll give you the topics nobody else does. And we'll, we'll try to turn – even if you look at everything that's going on right now, listening to this show, you're out there you're, and you're, you're listening to us because – you believe in what we believe in, and you want the, the best for this country. You want what's best for our, our veterans and our police and our military. And, and uh, you know, Donald, I, I, we want to get Donald Trump back in, and I think I, I'm hoping that we will. Just remember, we outnumber them. Yes. We, we have the power. outnumber them. We have the power, and people are coming to our side. Record numbers, okay? People are seeing behind the big shadow and the big curtain to see that the Wizard of Oz is nothing more than a puny little weakling that can't identify his sister between his mother, or between his wife, between what day it is, between what country he's leading. We have a president, a resident, rather, a resident that doesn't know his ass from his elbow, <laughs> and if we keep him in there, these stories, like... Women in our military getting raped by Afghan refugees are going to continue to happen. I urge everybody, reach out to us, reach out to me, reach out to cvfreedomondeck.com. Uh, uh, you can go to freedomondeck at Gmail, send us a message through there. I, I'm trying to get something else we can hook up besides Gmail. I know I, I don't like using it either, but for now, if you want those videos that CV put up on freedomondeck.com, or you can just go get them yourself. If you need any of the stories that I shared today, I'll be more than happy to send them to you. And right now, CV, I'll talk to you later. We're going to bring the Michael Graves interview up right now. Everybody have a fantastic week. We'll see you Saturday at 1 p.m. for Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and stimulating talk. Back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Make sure you go over to freedomondeck.com. Check out everything we have to offer for you there, all the backtracks, the interviews, 
our contributors. It's a one-stop shop for our program right on 94.9 News Now and the Fox News Radio Network. On the line is one of my all-time favorite vocalists from definitely my all-time favorite group, punk group, but mainly my uh, musical influence. And if you know who the Misfits are, you're going to know this gentleman. He was the vocalist from 1996 all the way to 2000, served as lead singer for two very successful albums, American Psycho and Famous Monsters, and he joined the Marines in 2003 after landing his solo career, and he's been a conservative activist his entire musical career, and I'm sure that's been a a big mission of his. The one and only Michael Graves. Mr. Graves, how are you, sir? I'm good. What an what in, that intro was was such an honor, man. Thank you very much. You know, first of all, I want to thank you for your service, and I, I feel akin with you. As I told you, I have your face t- <laughs> tattooed on my arm. I got you. Uh, I probably I was about I would say about 22 when I got that one. I have the whole band, um, and for me, you know, I always I, and I had to uh, keep it to myself. Most of my life, because I've always re- I've always leaned right, and I think throughout high school I kept that to myself. And then as time went on, was that how it was for you? Um, you know, coming into the uh, obviously the Misfits wasn't your first band, but when you were coming up, did you feel that it was hard to express yourself? Yeah, hundred percent. Because because especially Christianity is looked upon as bad in the music industry. And and that's for good reason. All through the 80s, there was a concerted effort through a lot of Christian organizations to come into the, the industry and tamp down freedom of expression. Remember the, the PMRC and, yeah. uh, and putting labels on, on music. Um, so it, it, you don't completely understand the nuance and context of all of that. When you say, you know, I'm a conservative or you say, uh, I lean right. I'm a Christian. You say the, you say the name Jesus. And all of a sudden real quick, like a lot of other things, people's minds shift Mm -hmm. to a certain stereotype. And and so it was, um, you know, and and it's hard to just through one sentence, talk to somebody uh, about that. So yes, the answer is yes. It, it, it still is very, very difficult. Um, and always was. And you're still very heavily in, involved in your music. So obviously things are turned up and ratcheted up ever since um, uh, the disastrous president of Barack Obama. And, um, you know, I'm a I'm a Trump supporter myself. And um, it really got turned up. Was that how it was for you? Uh, has it gotten worse over time for you, Michael? It's certainly gotten worse over time. The The Obama years were actually good years for people like me because it was like all the lunatics were off in their own field doing their own thing. And <laughs> we were able to, from afar, just you know, continue to, to wave the flag and say, listen, if we don't if we don't assemble now and get our act together, um, things are going to get bad. You know, the, the, the censorship wasn't there. All of these things that 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 we face today were were quieted down during those years during those years now it is just pedal to the metal i know it is pedal to the metal i know and you're in the punk community and you know uh it, it's strange to me you know i used to listen to the to no effects and a lot of the other punk groups but they're so left 
And I feel yeah. like I feel like when I listen to them, I can't because it's so political now. And you know, the punk yeah. movement, when you look back to the misfits and you look back to uh Black Flag, that was all about like, you know, abolish the government, small government. Now it's the direct opposite. How the hell did that happen, Michael? That was that was the the magic trick that happened. Um one of the reasons I'm doing so much press lately and for myself really leaning forward into this uh, when you hear michael graves you hear the misfits i'm all i'm just associated with 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 punk rock um the music that i make and is is not what most people and probably a lot of your audience might not even you know recognize as, as punk rock um that to answer your question how that happened is a is a very important part of understanding where we're at and one of the reasons that I got in, involved in this as well, back in the in the eighties, there was a uh, a movement. Uh, there was the skinhead movement. The skinhead and the white power, young, sure, you know, Nazi yep. was, was very very vibrant in the eighties, and even towards in my time in the nineties, it was winding down because there was a a street war, if you will, against that, and those kids hated everybody and ev and everything so the politics of punk were were very powerful sometime in the in the in the early 90s the the politics really shifted and in the magazines and in the music there was a much more militant uh very far left po politics that seeped in and and nothing else was was allowed um in into that so what you see today is is the the punk rock community really behaving exactly like the skinhead community was was behaving the the good the good part of punk rock became new york city hardcore yeah and 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 the in the hardcore movement where guys if you want to love Jesus, right on. Praise the Lord. If not, all right, that's cool. You want to be a vegan? Right on. I'm a vegan too, you know, type of thing. Uh, you want to eat meat? Right on. Go have some ribs. It, it, it was a much more inclusive and is a much more inclusive club. It's And especially too, because it's worked, it's really made up of, like myself, a working class guy, a guy that knows what it's like to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, put your boots on and go out and work sure. and contribute. And raise a family. Absolutely. We have Michael Graves on the line, lead singer for The Misfits, all the way from 96 to 2000, a little bit in 2001 as well, and a conservative activist. There aren't many voices there. I remember a few years back, I had heard about you. I was reading into your bio and also heard um, a little bit from Jimmy Gestapo, Jimmy G from Murphy's Law. Uh, and, and in an interview where he kind of came out against the p people that were attacking folks on the right and um, after that, I never heard from the guy again. Is that what happens? They start to bury you once you uh, give your opinion? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And he was a guy that was like, you know, he's a legend. He's a hardcore legend. And these, a lot, some of these guys... They they don't want to get into into the in the back and forth argument. Now it's gotten to a point where it's affecting everybody, and there's those that are just apathetic and completely silent, and there's those like um, uh, John Joseph from the Cro-Mags who who sure. who talk uh, about the nonsense. Um, but that's the thing. I 
I'm fearless because I've lost everything. Like I don't have a lot of money and I'm a working class guy. I, 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 again, I know what it's like to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go to work. I've been deplatformed quarter of a million, almost half a million followers across my platform a year ago. Gone, Unreal. gone, gone, completely disappeared. My phone is ringing, getting death threats. I can't, I, I can't, you know, put my name on, on a public forum you know, in a physical space, in a venue, because, you know, eight out of 10 times the, the online mob shows up and everybody and everybody runs. And these, it's it's insane. And so, that's why you, you have this chilling effect where people see that you get thrown down a memory hole and you get ostracized and you get attacked and demonized. And so they're like, I, I don't I don't I don't want this. You know, they have enough problems. People need to make money and take care of their families. We know all about it. I mean, it's uh, this show, Freedom on Deck, we've been on the air since 2015. They took us off YouTube. Um, they pretty much shadow banned me. And, you know, and, and we only had, um, you know, maybe maybe 10,000 people that followed us on YouTube. But it's crazy yeah. because they'll deplatform you no matter what. And I'm assuming that the bookers and the folks that book you to perform live and the uh, the studios and, and the, the companies, they probably all take a step back from you, I would think, Michael. Is that true? Um, I am one... I'm the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. My operation consists of me, my best friend Arturo, and 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 maybe a, you know a, my my buddy Chris who helps with with the website and, mm-hmm. and and that's it. Like I booked my own shows. My band left. My my band called me out and they said they don't want any part of this. We can't you know be part of what you do because I didn't put a black box on my Instagram last year and got in line with BLM Antifa my oh. band left all all my business partners left gone what about gone. I, I wanted to ask and you about now, this too you'll go ahead, fi- finish the thought uh, first uh, yeah I, I don't want in saying that I don't want anybody out there to think that I'm that I'm a victim because the reason that I, I I'm speaking about these things is because it's a it's a larger warning I'm the canary in the coal mine I yeah, I, I totally agree with you um what about and now I want to ask about the band. What about Jerry and Doyle? Do you speak to them or, uh, you know, what, what's that situation? And how were they with you when you came in as a uh, conservative Christian? What was that like? They've always been supportive of, of my ideas and how I want to be. Jerry and Doyle have their own opinions and, and their own ideologies. And, and if, when they express it, they do. And when they don't, they don't. Um, I, I, I stay in contact with, with Doyle. Um, Jerry is always every now and again, throwing me a, I love you kid thinking about you type message. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those, those guys are, are supportive of, of what I do. They want to see me succeed, but at the same time, they can't get involved and say anything because of, again, what we were just talking about before, even if they do agree with me, they have careers, they have families and, and they even more so than, than me will, will, um, you know, people come down hard on, on them. Then you, you know, people don't call you back. Businesses pull out of, it becomes a nightmare. Two very smart, two very smart guys too. I mean, as far as business savvy and, you know, the, the, the yeah, product they, with the misfits and, and a lot of that is with Glenn too. 
And I, I'm happy to Very hear talented, that because I remember them. reading an interview years ago. I, th- I was in high school at the time, and they were talking about you. You were a young man yourself. Well, you were 22 when you joined the Misfits. I mean, that I, had I to be actually, a whole new world for you. Uh, yeah, man. I, I was actually, I was 20. I, 20. I've. Yeah, I, the first time that I auditioned, it was the it was the night before. I was nineteen. It was the night before my twentieth birthday. So it was like March twentieth, nineteen ninety something. So yeah, I, I was very <laughs> I was very very young. That's wild. And, and being catapulted into, you know, I was catapulted into a very very large world. All of a sudden, you know, I'm sitting in a room with Metallica. You know, Rob Zombie's over there. Marilyn yeah. Manson. Is, is you know yeah. Twig calling me on my phone you know yeah. like stuff like that I mean I'm just this kid from Northeast New Jersey man you know and just- and with, and with you man I always loved your vocal styling of course the Misfits were more polished when you joined the band obviously that's what happens in uh, their early days in the 80s when they had Glenn and the vocals were good and Glenn's a great vocalist too I think you're right there with him. Now, um, just as a musical question, because my buddy Sean wanted me to ask you this. Who was your main influence vocally? Because we do hear a lot of like uh, Morrison, a lot of Elvis, a lot of Glenn Danzig. Where'd you get your musical influence as far as your voice? Oh, man, a lot. There's a lot of influences. Um, All of those that you just mentioned, again, Jim Morrison, huge, huge influence. Uh, But like Johnny Lydon, like Johnny Rotten. Sure. just his absolute venom. Um, but also because of my age, you know, Sebastian Bach, right. Mm-hmm. And, and Axl Rose. I love the Sebastian. That, that He's Axel the best. Thing. Absolutely. And it makes people cringe sometimes, but, um, I love Bono from U2 and I love Joey Ramone, obviously from the Ramones. You see, the fact that you have to say that is the problem. You see, we're, and, and this is not you, this is their side. If they say, Oh, if I'm listening to Michael Graves, and if they know your politics, they'll hate me just as much as they hate you because Michael Graves and the Misfits, we know Michael Graves is a conservative. And that's how they uh, single people out. And like you were saying with uh, with Doyle and Jerry, um, they can't really say what they feel. It's it's a terrible thing. That's right. That's right. This this um, mindset, this ideology, this worldview, whatever you want to call it, it's a contagion. And. And not just in the music industry. And when people distance them, themselves, there's a long line of of words now that that you can you know use: patriot, um, anti-vaxxer, conservative, Christian, uh, Trump supporter. You know, right wing, January sixth. Conspiracy. How about conspiracy theorist? Conspiracy theorist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. terrible. And and St- uh, Stefan Molyneux. Is and I agree with his analysis when he says that cancel culture is a dress rehearsal for mass executions, and it's the truth because when because people are so you know, again you can go way down the, the rabbit hole psychologically with this, but when you demoralize somebody, that's the first thing that you learn. Uh, you, you know when you demoralize somebody and you make them inferior both spiritually yes. uh, and morally, they become less of a human. It is much easier to, to, to get rid of them and to kill them because they're less human. And that is what we see on an industrial level. That's what's happening to all of us. It is. And if we can do that online 
And there's a real world online. If you can take somebody like me and just bury me in a hole in this online world, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that the same people that are doing this in the real world will bury me and you and everybody else that they that they disagree with in a hole. Why? Because history is redundant. And we have seen this before. These cookies have been baked before. Yep, we know all the ingredients that go into them. And we and we're seeing it right now. The only difference is we're living in the greatest country in the world. We're not going to take it lying down. Right. When it all comes up against the Second Amendment. Yeah. Now we have a totally different story. And I agree with everything you're saying. I think it was a sometime last year when I was listening to the Savage Nation and Michael Savage. And he said, the only thing this is going to lead to is a mountain of skulls. And that's exactly that's right. It's exactly yeah. right. And that's what they're doing. They're dehumanizing us. And as yep. you keep doing that and piling it on, eventually they say, well, you know, it'd be better to get rid of them, wouldn't it? And and also it's important to point out the delusional aspect of all of this, the, the mass psychosis. A great example of it is the Salem witch trials. What happened in in? Yep. I mean, you can point to you can point to a lot of different examples throughout history. But when you have a a, a society that believes things that aren't true, and and are experiencing this mass delusion, they're they're grap grasping for a reality because they're in such panic. It's a psychological process that 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 is that people are brought through. I'm being canceled. Not because I actually did something. It's not. It's not like I, I, I was violent against somebody or I did something that you can actually point to. They're calling me a Nazi. They're calling me a white supremacist. They're saying that I hate gay people. They're saying that uh, I'm a homophobic and that you know I'm looking to violently overturn the, the the government type. And people believe that. When when you come into reality, when given the opportunity, I'll speak more about. Jesus and how important it is uh, 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 our spirituality than anything else and and how much I love people and how I've dedicated my life and my my music and my art everything um uh to building people up listen Micah you have you have walked through that road you've been an influence for so many of uh, for myself and for a lot of my friends and 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 a lot of people that that were inspired by you You'll always have that. And now with your voice, I think it's going to be very important. And I want people to be able to get in touch with you. And I haven't mentioned the site yet, so I want you to promote it. Where do people go and how do they get in touch with you, sir? Officialmichaelgraves.com. Officialmichaelgraves.com is my website. If you want to reach out to me, officialmichaelgraves at gmail.com. I love to get email. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm starting over again so if somebody wants to get in touch with me give me a record contract or something please help now, me now the michael is spelled a, <laughs> the michael is spelled a little differently so everybody uh, get the spelling michael tell them the spelling please right m i c h a l e graves it always made me think of uh, like a pilsner or a beer when i uh, when i looked your name up so that's good i think i'm going to go have one right now <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, Mike, listen, I need to get you back on soon, brother. I want you to know that you've been a big influence on us and our show, and we're, we're happy to walk with you, my, my brother. Anything that you need, you're getting old with us, I'll put you on anytime, my man. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so, so much. And, and, and your audience, thank you. Everybody out there, God bless you. Thank you. God bless Stay you. Strong. God bless. Everybody, that was the one and only Michael Graves. And here he is again. This is Saturday Night by the Misfits. Come back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. There's 52.